Buckingham Palace has announced the death of His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to VYV Podcast, where we talk food, wine news, and our childhood trauma. I am Luis Pablo, and joined with me today is Philip Golden Corral. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Juan Legend. What's up, fuckbags? <laughs> what? <laughs> fuckbags? Yeah, Jesus. Who invited this guy? Come on, man. <laughs> God damn, all right. So rude. Way to take the air out of the room. <laughs> Just bags of yeah, flesh. You did. Yeah, exactly. And uh, joining with us for the first time is uh, Leo. Leo will be joining us going forward as mm-hmm. kind of our tech slash producer on the show. Exactly. After last week's episode, we had a couple of uh, technical visual issues, and we heard the complaints, we heard the criticism, and we took the step Addressed forward. Addressed it right away. We, we only mm-hmm. want to get better. Exactly. We went to the nearest Home Depot. We said, get in the car, and bada bing and bada boom, here we are. Spared no expense. Real cheap. Four-man crew right here. Yeah. That's right. Anything you want to uh, say off camera, Leo? Hey, guys. It's good to be here. Yes, very nice, very nice. Our Jamie <laughs> could have asked for anything better. Our powerful, our powerful Leo right here. Exactly. Powerful young Leonardo. Gentlemen, it's been a while since I've seen you guys. It's been a while since I've seen Luis and I've seen him. It's been a while. Come on, man. Damn, dude, you have a Come voice on you. Yeah, you know, it's me. That's why he was uh, donkey. That I was donkey in Shrek the Musical, exactly. but that's a past life. That's uh, that's the reason why me and that singer, what's his name, Aaron Lewis. If you're very against the vaccine, you sing great. Don't take the vaccine. <laughs> Ivermectin. <laughs> what about all the people who are super anti-vax? I think what? they died. <laughs> <laughs> Natural course of order took place. I think. Natural selection. I think everybody just kind of stopped talking about them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're still around. Aaron Rodgers put on a performance this weekend. Yeah, seemed uninfected. And the yeah, that was a good one in JRE. No, don't worry though. He has the Bears coming up. He'll (laughs) he'll self-correct on that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He'll be just fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Perfect. He's the uh, what? He's like the senior veteran now on the on the roster over there. Yeah, he's one of the the senior heads of, of the NFL in general. Oh really? Wow! Yeah, how long has that guy been playing for? Yeah, he's, he's almost forty. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. How old is, is Aaron Rodgers? How long has he been at the Packers for? He's going on like fourteen years. Fifteen. Dude, he's, he's going on this year with eighteenth year. Oh, eighteenth year. Eighteenth year. Jesus Christ! Damn, dude. Imagine it, the CT. No wonder this motherfucker is so anti-vax. <laughs> like the amount of times he's gotten hit and blitzed and just fucking laid down. He's and he does get hit a lot. Dude, yeah. he gets folded. He's. It seems like he gets hit more than other star quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Unless he's playing the Bears, then it's a pretty soft week for him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a yeah, week off. That's a good point. <laughs> it's like a bye week. The Bears. Well, speaking of bye week, oh. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I uh, finished that sentence. I uh, saw my first prostitute the other day. Please, I yeah, I I want to hear more about this story. Was it I, bi- I, I've, I've been saving this for the, for for a little Was bit. Was it a bi individual, or why do you say that? Oh well, I mean, the way most prostitutes in this economy, I would assume you have to be bi, because like the way that the dollar works, if you're not yeah. taking clientele from both, you're just you know handicapping yourself. You're but leaving money on the table. Ex- yeah, exactly. On the on the night table. 
Minimum, Ooh. that's how you would do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, before I uh, tell my tale of uh, prostitution, uh, I didn't get a prostitute. Let me just be. Let me just Wait, rephrase that there sentence. There are so many questions that I, this is good podcasting because you're reeling the people in. You know. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? Over just there? like I'm trying to reel in that prostitute if I see her again. <laughs> Come here, baby. What are you drinking over there? What are you drinking, bud? I believe this is a uh, Peruvian Peruvian rum. <sighs> You're so bad, Phil. It's called Tanduay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Philippine rum, um, and we I had never seen an Asian rum. Wanted to try it out. It tastes pretty fucking good. I would oh, say. Oh wow! Asian cane, like sugar cane, like yeah. Asian sugar. It was made in the Philippines, made oh. with Asian uh, materials. Yeah. Um, what did you think it tasted like, Phil? You know, honestly, it's got a pretty sweet taste to it. I, th- I thought it tasted pretty smoky, though. Mm. I thought it tasted almost inky. inky? Aren't most rums yeah. sweet anyway? They, oh, shit. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was trying to load something up. Oh, they, ha- they have some sweetness, yeah. But it, it's like sweet and smoky. Like it, like a Memphis barbecue. Because yeah, there's different yeah. types of barbecue out there. But Memphis, it has that nice, sweet, oaky, yeah, lingering Memphis, taste. The Memphis one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I've never been to Memphis. Never been to Memphis? <laughs> you never been to Memphis? <laughs> no. My brother. You got to go to Memphis. <laughs> you never been to Memphis? I've been to Miami. You've been, been to Miami? <laughs> I've been there, though. <laughs> Over there on Spring Break? <laughs> yeah. uh, director, producer, Leo, what do you think about the the rum here? Um, well, for me, it tastes like liquor. <laughs> Great. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's yep. Does it taste sweet at all? It's smoky. What would you say? I'm glad that we have a straight guy to uh, to with us. One that's <laughs> not like as psychotic as us three. One yeah. that doesn't try to be a travel food channel host. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gets the job done. <laughs> a, a real man's man. Exactly. Like this drink. This is a real drink's drink. That's right. Yeah, I would rate this. Uh, what is it? You said Filipino whiskey. Yep. That's crazy Filipino thing about the Filipino. Oh, rum? Yeah. Oh, what's the difference to them, really? You know? Whiskey and rum, there's, a, there's quite a lot. Which like one's the, the base one? ingredients are totally different. Which yeah. one's the one the pirates used to uh, plunder? Rum. Rum, rum. Yeah, definitely rum. So that solidifies that, that like, there was Asian pirates? Sure. Yeah, Phil. That's do, do you think they were, like, crashing their ships all the time out. into each other? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> terrible comedy. Terrible <laughs> God, you're such a hack. That's the Silk Road right there, such folks. A, such a fucking hack. That's the Silk Road, my folks. Anyway, tell us about your the prostitute you hired. Oh, oh, nice. Perfect, perfect. So a couple of weeks ago, I was up with my friend move, uh, as as you do. Uh, this is the moving season. A lot of the leases are coming up, so people are going to be moving out. If you're a good friend, you help out. But if you're a smart friend, you ask for a free lunch. Um, yeah, but I hurt myself moving down a couch on the stairs. And... Uh, I'm not as prideful as I used to be, which gives me, um, you know, with October coming up, gives me more motivation to do Sober October with the boys, which we'll be talking about at the end of the episode. Stay tuned for a little challenges we're going to be coming up, a little hot chip challenge, maybe, for a little punishment. But, uh, yeah, no, I heard myself doing that and been trying to recover by doing stretches and walking around more and, you know, and um, I've been almost at my place in Beloit for... Uh, um, <laughs> been always my place uh, in the VYV South studio uh, for almost a year now. I don't really travel out more because it's like I live in the hood. So, like, I don't want to be, like, har- harangued by the cops or a coyote 
because yeah. coyotes are a thing out there. But I uh, yeah, I went out in the morning and I took my dogs out and there she was. What is this, Looney Tunes? <laughs> <laughs> Wild coyotes out there. I mean, I, I may have been Looney Tunes because the way I saw her, I was like, Ooga! my eyes were popping out. I was like, my God, I've seen you in movies, but never in like person. You know? I don't think I can confidently say I've seen a coyote in real life. I was talking about a prostitute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you were started going, Auga. Yeah. What was it about her that you liked that made made you have that reaction? Honestly, I think it's the fact that she like looked so like she needed a friend. What? She looked so like alone and in distress. Help. In distress. A damsel in distress. Cast o- away by society. Only you would have that reaction. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I look at her and I'd be like, how many mistakes led to this? Like, how many bad decisions brought you down this road for you to be in a buttfuck town in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. like where this is your clientele? She could just be from here. <laughs> She's out there sharing scraps with the coyotes, man. Again, <laughs> this is your clientele. <laughs> like, here, of all places... By the Swiss Trek alley over there? Yeah, I I actually, that's actually really funny because I ran into a prostitute this weekend also. Ooh. So I was doing a little side shift at the Restaurante. Mm. And while I was in a small office with some of my managers, one of the bartenders walked in. She goes, this is a funny question, but a serious question. What can we do about prostitutes? And I guess there has been a recurring visitor that'll just show up she'll just sit at the bar and drink water and just meet different guys every night every night like well i i'm guessing like weekends for sure yeah. like that's her spot like, like she's that's out her there guys hustling bustling yeah she's out there trying to make a dollar man mm-hmm. and to be honest like i kind of respect the grind <laughs> like she's out there like promoting herself like <laughs> meeting guys and I mean, hey man mm-hmm. well it's become such a reoccurring thing where like the workers are like so uh, is she like with us now or like what are we doing? <laughs> Do we have to tip her out at the <laughs> end of the night? <laughs> is she going to be coming um, to meetings? Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry, what? I said, is she going to be coming to meetings? Well, she'd be coming somewhere else if you know what I mean. <laughs> for the right dollar. She, yeah. she better pitch in for the holiday party. That's all I know. See, but I feel like that type of, like if if my prostitute were to be in your, like in that establishment, they would kick her out. <laughs> That's how bad she looked. Yeah, yeah. she looked like ran over. See, there's two types of prostitutes. See, her makeup folks, was looking like the Joker. This is a perfect uh, d- dichotomy of like life. Yeah. Even if you're in a bad situation, you can make the most of that bad situation. Don't just be a prostitute I mean, in, in the you. bad hood. Be a prostitute Such in the good good place. You got to go to where the real clientele is. If you're gonna sell yourself, sell yourself with everything. Everything. God damn! Isn't that isn't that the American dream? Isn't that the American dream? Know, your, know your self worth, folks. That's what the new national anthem should be. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? The oldest one of the two oldest traditions of of like of commission goods or like labor uh, labor, yeah, mm-hmm. is uh, prostitution and cooking. Damn right. If you could, you know, honestly, we could say that we're prostitutes ourselves. I mean, yeah, no, you're selling your it's body. Quiet. Folks, we'll be right back. You're selling your body <laughs> in some ways, I guess. Uh, that that kind of leads me into uh, my uh, something I want to talk about is that this weekend mm. I uh, ran into one of the guys who inspired me to to pursue not just cooking but just like made me look at cooking in a different way, uh, and that was a chef that I worked with a long time ago. Oh, I, shit, damn. Yeah, I worked with him when I was 16 up until I was 21. 
like I just met him and just like continued working him throughout the years and he was only like 21 or 22 when he met me so met with him after five years five six years of not seeing him and he came back and was like yo let's let's go to the restaurant we started working at and have a dinner and go out and it was sick to like just see like how our lives have you know gone such a different path but like especially when he like met you when 16 dude i was a child when Mm -hmm. he met me like i was a literal child and then uh when i left he was you know must have been like late 20s so 28 and i was only 21 and like we had started to become better friends and really got to know each other but yeah he like texted me a couple months ago he goes oh are you still like around the area like i'd love to get dinner and catch up and i'm like fuck yeah man um what was it about working with him that like um gave you he was just a cool so much dude. love for it he was just a cool dude like he was really talented and like threw down and like uh wasn't the kind of guy that was a chef and like an asshole about it like made you know like i'm the chef you don't fucking yet talk to me like that like he was just a really cool down-to-earth guy and i feel like having that mantra of a chef to like look up to and be like oh you can be in the kitchen and not be a piece of shit like it it wasn't the opposite of like when you're in the kitchen be like i'm fucking terrified to talk to the chef like don't get me wrong when you fuck up it's always embarrassing to go back there and be like it's actually a ribeye not a strip that i need and yeah then you have that i mean that's always going to be uncomfortable but like some of them abuse their power to like get to it get to it and like get the place prepared and then the tickets why isn't this off the thing and right just yelling about any little inconvenience yeah he was a real lead by example guy yeah mm-hmm. it was cool you know just seeing that different aspect of it and uh wanted to ask you guys uh who in your guys's life has been like a good ex- like model role model leader that got you guys into food you want to go food wise i mean i guess like yeah um I really, this is gonna sound like dumb, but my parents, I guess, because like my father dumb. has has had like different types of restaurant, and like you know, our childhood, our household wasn't always the the most uh, reasonable as I am now, you know. So there were you know quite a bit of commotion and chaos, but the times that were peaceful was when food was around. People gathered to food, and that's like a one observation that I I noticed when I was ill. A young warthog. Me when he was a young warthog. When I helped you at your restaurant was like the most familial I've ever seen you guys. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was. <laughs> and most of the times we're like, rah, 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 yeah. you know. Most move your time. car. I'll move my car. Gino's you know? like, why don't you do this like this? And like, mm-hmm. yeah, just asking you why you don't do things differently than the way you did them. Oh, yeah. He's uh yeah. I mean, so that's got to be one of my early memories. It's just... The fact that my parents would do it so much and like seeing the reaction that people would get. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. as I got older, I would uh, want to emulate that again with my friends and bring them together and like, haha. Like, I have a very major gene persona about myself. I'm like, yeah. you're enjoying the food, folks? Oh my God, everything's falling apart. <laughs> uh, Relax. Now, free dinner, free dinner, free dinner coupons for me. Sorry, folks, I'll be right back. Enjoy your meal. <laughs> I'll be uh, hope try the clam chowder. <laughs> See, I, I, I was born to be a major d. All right, beautiful. I don't even got to be at a restaurant. Put me at a hot dog stand. I'll be walking around like, you enjoy your hot dog? Need more relish? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I just kicked the fuck out of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the most. Fo- that this is why we have Leo. Yeah, this is a, a young, powerful Leo right here. Exactly. Oh uh, uh, well, my food interests. Um, I would say that my food interests kind of came like. 
I've always had it as as early as I remember. Mm. Um, like some of the earliest memories I have uh, are from like childhood, being by a little like stone comal in Mexico, uh, where our our grandma, me and Leo's grandma, would make uh, tortillas and like make the masa ball into a little burrito shape and stuff it with just little pinches of salt. And you would just eat it with limon and it would be like the best fucking snack in the world. And like that's Dude, one of the fresh fucking tortilla. Yeah. God mm. damn. And she called it her like the burritos. And uh, um, I just remember like ever since I was young, like I've always had like like something like that around. Um, one of the, like my earliest memories as well as uh, like a childhood. I had to cook a lot for myself and figure out dinner. Mm. So like I figured out like every fucking way to like cook a fucking egg. Um, since I was a little kid and I remember all my uh, Mexican family thought it was weird that I would eat my and I would ask for my eggs like sunny side up even though I was like six and none of them had ever introduced me to it I was just at home fucking figuring that shit out Um, and like I would I would definitely say that though but if I had any mentors in the cooking industry um, or just like um, service industry um, I would definitely say it was my mentor who first trained me at Baker House, um, mm. who's uh, maybe I won't say their name, but was is just like uh, this pros pro a bartender uh, who I believe was trained by Bitter Cube, uh, the the bitters company, and it's supposed to be like a really uh, intensive like bartending program. Like it's, oh damn, it's like it goes to bat with like the best of them, and I got trained by that guy. Um, and it, he just always gave me, like, all these guidelines to follow for to build, like, a decent cocktail out of any ingredients, basically. And ever since then, it's, like, given me an outlet in which I can kind of express that, like, chef-y instinct or, like, yeah. creation uh, tick or bite that we all may experience once in a while. Um, and it's it's been really fun. Like, yeah, because when I, when I first really got to know you, you were already, like, behind the bar. Like, back at uh, our GI days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, Anthony really got me into wine. And I would say you probably really got me into liquor. Just because, like, we had so much freedom there working. And just, like, messing around with cocktails. And we were just able to, like, whip something up for, like, yeah. the special of the day. And we would sell none of them. <laughs> but, like, we got to try, like, five different cocktails just because we could. Yeah. So that was really fun. Yeah. And it, it's always cool when a workplaces like that give you some freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be like, sure. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, How's that? Uh, we're going to do a little bit of maneuvering right here. Right now. How's it going, everybody? I'm going to edit this out and be like, ah. When I was a young warthog. How's that, bud? When he was a right. young warthog. Oh, but yeah, guys, uh, that's definitely how uh, how I think uh, it's really beautiful that all of us have really like, cool stories yeah. like that. Mm. No, it's... And then, you know, have have not seen him for a while. I fucking tied one on that night. Like, I went... I have no idea how I got so drunk that night. Damn. But, <laughs> like, I genuinely don't know how I got so drunk. I, I feel like ha- you've been saying that a lot lately. <laughs> this, no, but, like, the most recent times was, like, the night got carried away from me. I feel like this time I was having, like, casual cocktails. And then... All at one, once I got home, I'm like, how the fuck did like 
3 p.m. turned to 9 p.m. You're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because the idea was like, yeah, we'll go for dinner, have a bottle of wine, have some mm-hmm. drinks, like keep it light. And then afterwards, we'll go to a bar, have a cocktail or two. And like, you know, I was planning on staying out and, and having fun. But just like how fucking viciously drunk I got. I just <laughs> have no idea how. Which I ended up seeing uh, your wife and her sisters while I was out. And um, I hope I was like cool. Your wife? They said you were cool. Yeah, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I was that drunk yeah, that I don't you got remember. Me wondering, I was like, yeah, they said you were cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty fine, but he kept trying to go in the wrong way of the bathroom. <laughs> he called himself nine binary. Yeah, which is uh, <laughs> which is why after he kept shouting, I work at Starbucks. I work at Starbucks. <laughs> this is my freedom. I am a barista. Gender's a restriction on my culture. Dude, yeah, like you said, it, it's been a couple of weekends now where it's like starting with your bachelor party since what was that july yeah so starting since your bachelor party it's been like every other week or like you've been going on a few benders like benders yeah so uh like that time we we hung out how many hours was that it was almost like fucking 12 hours that we were out drinking yeah. like if you think about it we started at like seven for no reason for started no at seven, reason. ended at like six. We went in the to morning. we went to dinner at seven p.m. You guys had a double day going on, right? We yeah. did, but again, like that night, it got carried away. Like we we like, you know, one drink became twenty. And, That's right. And then like this most recent night, I was just like, "What the fuck happened? Like, what, <laughs> what am I doing?" What uh, the hell? And not that I have like a problem or anything, but you know, after uh, so many weekends in a row. I'm just like, you know what? I kind of need to like chill a little bit. So I'm uh, I'm going 90 days sober, discipline. You're doing 30 days on top of the October? 90. How many days do you think are in October? 31? 60 more. <laughs> 60 more. What? I'm doing 90 days. Oh, you're doing six. You're in six. What? Basically until the end of the year, right? Wow. Basically. I, just, I see what you mean. It, now. It'll put me at like uh, December 10th. But I think I'm just going to continue all the way to the end of the year. Whoa. Yeah, which is not that much. It's like three and a half months. I'll be fine. Because there were periods previously like where I would take like six months just not doing anything. Like just because I like the discipline. And I just haven't been disciplined. And I got, you know, I, I'm getting carried away. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I'm just worried that I'm going to get carried away. If you stop drinking, I'm going to start Drinking more and drinking more. Why would and I'm gonna, <laughs> and then I'm going to look at you and be like, you think you're better than us? So you're projector you know, actor? <laughs> <laughs> you're projecting how you think I'm thinking about you? No, I don't have a problem oh, with no, anyone I drinking. Mean, no, I hate taking care of drunk well, he people. Thinks you're better than, he thinks he's better than you. I No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let me get a little bit more Coke Zero in me. I'm show no, you I, I never wild, have man. a problem with people drinking. I get annoyed when people can't handle them being drunk. Mm-hmm. But that's like anybody, right? Yeah. Like who doesn't hate that? I will say, uh, producer in the room, I've seen him drink, and he, you drink like a fucking animal. Like, just the amount of volume, and you will be fine. Like, the last time we went out for the wedding. He's talking about Leo, everybody. I'm talking He's about talking about Leonardo. For everybody who's not in the room. Yeah. Our, our super for producer. For everybody who's not listening, our super producer, Leo. Just, the last time we got drunk, I'm just like, how is this guy fine? <laughs> Dude, and then you put on the narco corridos and he finds like a third wind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yo, five coronas just for me. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, I want to just get a little bit more. Um, I want to ask you guys, um, since we're all talking about food and industry and service and stuff, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a chat with a coworker not too long ago, and uh, we had like basically come to the conclusion that ninety nine percent of chefs are giant assholes. Why? Oh. Do you, why do you guys think that is? Well, from the sounds of it, YouTube found like the right ones. You, you know what I did notice about chefs that they t- they tend to find like them young. Like you hear the the common thing of like the chefs are like the rock stars of the par- of the kitchen, yeah. they're the party guys because they close the kitchen down and all that stuff. So right, uh, but then you hear like the tales of like the underage and set, not even essential, but like uh, underage dating. You know, like a young hostess and then like, he, oh, the cook is texting that. You know, that is that a cliche or is that just something I think about in my head? I think that's something that you. I said something I project onto chefs. I'm like you, fucking pedophile. I don't think you're a hundred percent wrong. You're not right by any means. (laughs) You're not not remotely right, but you're not a hundred percent. Yeah, like Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's right half the time. If you swing a hundred times, you're bound to hit the baseball ones. Um, Sounds like my relationships. I guess going back to your question, I think overall it's that uh, that power that that illusion of like this restaurant would not be open if I weren't here and all that responsibility gets to your head. It, it's kind of like most uh, positions that are like that, you know, like police officers or like, you know, people who have... Supervisor at the factory. Yeah, supervisor at the factory. Like people who are like middle management. Yeah. It, it can either be like they're really cool or they're the absolute fucking worst because they have people that they're uh, reporting to and then a hundred people are reporting to them. So I think it's just like the responsibility in their head gets carried away. And I also think like all that stress builds up and overall it's difficult for them to handle it. The hours are dog shit, right? They're coming in at like 11, leaving at 11, right? Working most holidays. Working most holidays, working most weekends. And then I think people like Gordon Ramsay have made it kind of sexy to be a piece of shit. When in reality, Gordon Ramsay would have been a piece of shit no matter what he had done. And he just got into being a uh, cooking persona. But you look at a lot of, like, cooking people, not all of them are shitty, especially, like, Mm -hmm. uh, their online personalities. Yeah, like Bobby Flay, sweetheart, down in the earth, salt. What about you, Leo? What did you think? Why do uh, chefs uh, tend to be assholes since, you know, you're, like, you probably have the most kitchen experience out of any of us? You can hold the mic if you want. Yeah, well, for me, in my opinion, I think it's just, like, the stress. Because, like, I don't know, a lot of the chefs will just be, like, they're, like, in the kitchen doing, like, all this, like, doing on the line, like, yelling at everyone. And they'll go back and then, like, try to figure out menus and stuff. And they all timed on everything. They have to have a menu by a specific date. They have to have, like, the schedule by a specific date. And then if somebody doesn't show up, they have to hop back on the line and be there, like, the whole day. I think they just get stressed out, but... If there's like a, somebody that knows how to handle it, I've noticed that like both chefs that I've worked with, honestly, have been fine people. So I don't really know them, but it's just been like cooks that sometimes get yeah. like annoying. It's like being on the line all day, people just get irritated and start taking that on like the wrong people. So yeah. They just got to relax. <laughs> I guess I would say that. Have both of the chefs you worked with, I know one of them, but who was the second one? Well, where I work right now, I'm like. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Not a lot of people have met him, but yeah, he's like cool. He's like more relaxed. And like there's one thing we can all agree on, chefs. Though, I mean, consecutively in this room, is that if you're a breakfast chef, you don't mean shit. You don't have a right to go out there and be like, "My fucking eggs are burnt, goddammit. Like, get the French toast flipping. 
you know, you're making I breakfast. Disagree. Food. Disagree. I, I disagree. I you think disagree? it's way more stressful. For breakfast, disagree. Food? I think it's a hundred times more stressful. You crack a couple of eggs and make Not a omelet. A hundred times more stressful, but I think like just as much stress as like a dinner chef because it's so fucking fast paced and like if breakfast takes more than 15 20 minutes you're like where the fuck are my eggs yeah yeah you don't expect to wait 30 minutes for breakfast yeah for the most part and also there's a lot of other places that do like breakfast that's better than your standard like um like a denny's grand slam you know like <laughs> it, i'm just saying like moons over like that that becomes the standard oh, oh like eggs uh oh two pancakes or toast or like mm. something like that there mm. are places that do that um shit better than that you know like I don't know. At least, at least get some fucking biscuits and gravy. You know, like at, le- at least add, add some culture in there. You know, some grits. Yeah, yeah. some I shrimp al- and grits. I also think the personality will affect the way they think about their talent. I think there's there's a lot of talentless people that work in the kitchen who call themselves chefs, who don't have the means to back it up. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's almost like they're making up for it. Okay. Like with their yeah. pers- with their shitty personality. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. They don't have the talent, so they have to like inflate. Compensate it. Yeah, yeah. they're like ego and like build up their own. Uh, inflate the image. Exactly. Yeah. More sizzle, less steak. No, it's, it's that's a good pun for this conversation. <laughs> More mean. sizzle, less steak. Too much, too much fat in that piece of bone. Uh. There we go. Beautiful. There we go. Back to the burping on the mic. I love that. That was a good burp. I'm going to fucking put a sticker on that with your name. <laughs> no one else touches it. This, that was a hearty burp. We have guests on. We have people on. Nobody should be touching that except you. Mm, especially after the queen's death. Dude, RIP that old bag of shit. Yeah, that fucking... I could not give a fuck less. I was so surprised of the division that that caused like, in social media. Like, What division? God. Well, I mean, if you look at the, you know, the right-wing people, they're like... Can you believe that people are disrespecting the queen in her time of need and like her time of mourning and all well, that stuff? Why wasn't that your reaction? That's your neighborhood. That's an anyways. old. That's an old hag. So am I? Can I not say that old hag? You can say whatever you want. Hell yeah. I I literally could not give a shit less. If yeah. if anything, ninety six was fifty five too many. <laughs> After uh, she passed away, there were a bunch of like young photos of like. Oh, remember, uh, what was her name? Remembering Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Yeah. And, like, she took, what, the reign in 1948? Bro, did you, have you seen pictures of her when she was first uh, uh, queen or whatever? No, I didn't. Stunning. Oh, my God. Like, for, for being a 40s uh, yeah, lady. Is she hot? Can you look her up? She had curves. Bro, this has got to have a Great Depression. Come on, man. Bro, that's a fine, <laughs> fine queen. <laughs> you should have a asshole, Leo. Regal lady. Regal. 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 Hey, somebody pass Leo my phone. Go through my... Oh, that's okay, the one. I was going to say. She was looking pretty. She was looking pretty. I was going to say, go through my photos. You'll find I mean, one. but I feel like most girls kind of... Any girl in front of a camera... But brother, that, that was, was 1948. Like it says this was taken before she killed Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> that's before the stress got to her. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find... Uh, this uh, Irish soccer game, the the news broke that she was you know, she had passed away. Everybody started cheering. Lizzie's started, in a casket. Lizzie's they in a casket. They started chanting Lizzie's in a box. <gasps> oh! The entire stadium started chanting Lizzie's in a box. Lizzie's in a box. And um, 
Dude, those fans in that bro. team deserve to be meddled immediately. I love Irish. Mm-hmm. They deserve to win the league immediately. That's one thing that's nice about like European fans. Like they like they take it, this shit seriously. Mm-hmm. I don't see like any American fans like telling like you know Joe. Well, I guess maybe yeah, Brad, Let's I, go, Brandon. I don't see American fans practicing gang warfare <laughs> for their fucking <laughs> soccer teams. <laughs> <laughs> we should escalate it. God, yeah, you guys think you're real fans? You yeah, fucking pussies. What kind of casual shit are you yeah. guys into? Yeah, go rep the Detroit Lions. This guy's always talking shit about Antifa. Mm-hmm. He won't even jump anybody for his favorite football team. Fucking yeah, pussy. You, fucking pu- you coward. Beat yeah. somebody up for the You want the Bears to win or not? Yeah. The Miami Dolphins? Put your fucking ski mask on and go tackle a homeless person. Do you want to prove you hate gypsies? <laughs> All right. Do you, Gips- want, do you want Rodgers to get his third ring or not? The fuck? His third ivermectin ring? <laughs> Dude, I, I think American sports are really pussy in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough, like, real hatred and violence. You're right. I don't think there's enough, um, like, professional sports teams affiliated with fascism. I Look, Like there is in soccer. I completely agree. I I genuinely hate people who support teams that aren't Arsenal. Like, today <laughs> I met a couple, and they were like, oh, I support this team. And I was like... Oh, fuck it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when you, when you meet someone who supports, like, for you, like... If you meet someone who supports the Packers, you're like, oh, you know, I can well, see yeah, why. But I'm not see you in a dark alley, bitch. No, but I'm generally right? like, I fucking hate you immediately. Like, yep. That tells you what kind of person you are. That tells you what your morals are in life. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to associate myself they, they, with you. Were they fans of Hot Spurs? Mm-hmm. I Is hope that that, <laughs> No, they're worse. Man United. Oh, okay. If you're a fan of Man United. The Death Star? I have no fucking respect for you as a person. I'm all about the Who are they funded by? Man United? Yeah. Is that the Saudi oil That's money? the Glazers. No, you're thinking about Newcastle. United. Okay, Newcastle. Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle recently got bought by Saudi money. and uh, I mean, who's not getting Saudi money right yeah. now? Bro, just fucking accept you guys, it. You guys don't mm-hmm. have that credit card from MVS? I, I wish w- I did. We're still waiting for our sponsorship from the... Dude, I'm, I'm practicing my golf so I get invited to the Live Tour. You know what? Maybe we should have four wives. I'm trying to get that pro contract. Man. <laughs> I'm trying to get out there. Get that sweet uh, Prince Mohammed. Dude, golf is hard. Have you guys tried golfing? No, oh. I want to go. I've been getting the itch. Dude, it is so difficult. Nah, I, I can't be that hard. Bro. You seem like you would be bad at aiming sports. I'm really good at bukkakis. But <laughs> what I'm saying is it's really difficult to just hit the golf ball. Like, especially the first time you get a driver. Yeah. Uh, we went to uh, this place in... Uh, Top Golf? Or what? No, not Top Golf. We, uh, we went like to this Top place Gun? that had, uh, like, a driving range and then had... Um, they had a couple other shit. They had two, like, three miniature golf courses. Like, it was a big-ass golfing place, but... So we go to the drive range, and both of Yance and I were like, we're going to whack these fucking things out of here. Like, they're going to need to build a bigger fence. And... Dude, I couldn't hit maybe 20 balls. Like, they just shanked everywhere. Like, I was hitting the fucking ground, like, sending it everywhere but to where I was trying to. And I'm like, this is way harder than I expected. Like, this (laughs) is way more difficult. This is so much more skill-based. And time-consuming because if you miss the first, like, two, you're like, God. Because now you're holding up. Ruins your whole fucking Yeah. (laughs) You're holding up your friends and people trying to get on the course, too. Yeah. Hey, you know. If you're playing miniature golf, who the fuck cares, you know? Like, go around. It's yeah. not that serious. I'm trying oh, to get you're, drunk. You're keeping scorecard on your first date. That's so cute. Like, go fuck yourself. 
You know, get a fucking Bloody Mary at the bar. Go around us. Go do whatever the fuck you want to do over there. And then if you want to come back to this hole, come back to this hole. Hey, you're not All that right. guy, okay? Is there a personal story there, Luis? Is there something happening? No, but anytime, you, like he said, you're at a miniature golf course. Yeah. And there's like the dad with his pencil behind the ear. And they're mm. like, they're just looking at you. It's yeah. just a group of dads. So, yeah. <laughs> you ever got on a miniature golf tour? Dude, I love miniature golf. Mm. Dude, uh, we're spoiled in Wisconsin, speci- specifically Wisconsin Dells. Have you ever been around the downtown Dells area? That like giant with the Pirate Co. There's like three courses, I think, or I know there's at least two courses there. There's is there a, a course on the pirate ship? Because that'd be so badass. There is a course on a pirate ship. Damn. Dude, there's miniature golf everywhere yeah. in Wisconsin. I feel like that's really underrated. How much golf we have up here? That's a good point. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Miniature golf and bowling. And a lot of people come to Lake Geneva for the golf, too. There's a couple of places in Lake Geneva uh, that are, like, nation certified. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Some Damn. of the mm-hmm. the people I talk to, like, just from working there, uh, will sometimes, like, our golfers who say, yeah, we come here for the golf. Like, this place is really highly rated, this and that. Like, like it's always kept well clean. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we got the best beaners here, man. What can I say? Exactly. Honestly. There's something to that. <laughs> it's that brown excellence. Bro, they're from Guanajuato. Exactly, brother. Not, from, not some trash state like Guerrero. Guerrero? I'm not going to trash Just kidding. Just kidding. Just fucking, around, just fucking around. Yeah, just fucking around. There goes our clientele. Just fucking around. My buddy over here. Lake Geneva's yeah, got the best golf courses and the best prostitutes from, from the sounds of it. High class prostitutes. You would know about the prostitutes. <laughs> Tell us about them. Well, I haven't seen. Have any you gotten Geneva. a prostitute yet? Is no, it, not yet. Is it? I'm like waiting until I'm thirty. Is it like your favorite token adaptation, and a very diverse group, or is it like old token and only like one or two, like archetypes? What are you talking about for the prostitutes? For prostitutes. I'm so confused right now. Yeah, I'm talking what, about the what prostitutes. About, what, what about tokens and stuff? Like how we pay them? No, I'm saying, is it like the new Lord of the Rings? Like a, a diverse cast of uh, oh, prostitutes? Oh, oh, oh. Or is it like old Lord of the Rings? Do you have a racist dick is what he's wondering. That is what I'm wondering. Oh, I thought you were saying it's the prostitution. No, he prefers the most diverse. Like, I feel like you would. You know, from our previous previous lovers, I'm a pretty diverse feller, you know? Yeah. Actually, I respect yeah, that. he is. I respect mm-hmm. that, man. I think you should be a uh, diverse lover. That's why I'm so cultured. That's why I love cheese. That's why, you know, I... Go ten miles over the speed limit. I'm always late. Dude, you know? the what's the <laughs> highest you guys have gone over the speed limit? Probably like I've I've done a hundred. Yeah. Well, I got ticketed hundred over the speed limit. No, not no. I like hundred total. 100 so you miles got like oh, maybe like so forty miles over the speed limit. Though. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. do the math there. That can be thirty. That can be forty. No, well, but that's my question. Like, what's the? That's it for me. Dude, so I was zooming the other day. I was going like fifty to sixty over the speed limit. Damn. Like 120? I was going like one time, yeah. Well, why? Fly just because I could. I got ticketed That's for going over no, for going 25 miles That's over. I was just going. I don't buy that. I get you, carried away late? in the morning. No. Were you going to work? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's it's fun. just fun to, you know, you just let your foot hit the gas and you're like, I yeah. wonder how far I can push this. And you just see a straightaway. How, how long did you do that for? Like 10 seconds. Just like, yeah. and you just see like this, the fuck, dude, I felt like I was in Too Fast and Furious. Bro, you were full Ryan Gosling right there. You're dude, like, I was Ryan Gosling. You had that white glove on, and you're like, okay, okay. Dude, I am Ross Gosling. Dude, for me, it was on my way to Lexington, and I, I did 100 for like 30 minutes to see how much you would. 30 minutes? Yeah. 
Because, yo, low-key, one of the attendants in Kentucky told us that they can't stop you for speeding in Kentucky. Like, that the Supreme Court recently ruled that or some shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Can you check that, please? No, I swear to God. You that, can't get what? Yeah, that the that Supreme Court. That is such Court, a I, load of nonsense. I'm sorry. You live in America. You don't, <laughs> you don't. They poison your fucking water. You okay? Wake up. Yeah, in honestly. Ke- Illinois Kentucky. just passed a law where you can't get fucking arrested for two days. So See, maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe Kentucky's pretty liberal, too. No, they're like, this is a libertarian position. The, but that just the libertarian, the conservatives were the one that argued this. What argue what? It was like the Kentucky like far right Supreme Court that like argued that uh, the uh, police don't have the constitutional right to stop you for speeding. Well, they don't. The constitutional right. I. What do you want me to say, Leo? Do we have any results? But not, not speeding. Like speeding tickets, but <laughs> for reckless driving, they will pull you over. Is there anything about the Supreme Court in Kentucky and that? Another thing I found is your license will be suspended immediately for just one violation of speeding 26 miles per hour over the speed limit. <laughs> so you're wrong. That hey. makes sense. You're sir, so you're wrong. All it, right. Well, it still happens. So. <laughs> the, the, the all I was going to say is it didn't even shave off that much time. It shaved off like five minutes. So yeah, I'm saying, it's not that does, worth it, dude. Yeah. I, dude, I, uh, I know somebody that went like fifty-five over the speed limit. They were going hundred and twenty in a seventy, and I was like, d- for like a mile stretch, for w- just to go home. Like, what? And just obviously got the fattest fucking ticket. Got pulled over. Got like, a, you know, a bunch of points. Almost had it taken away, dude. Exactly. You're like. Why do you need to go that fast? Bro, if he didn't get pulled over, he would have gone back to the future with you. You'd have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just trying to get home. Speeding is kind of nice, though. You know, back in the 80s. Speaking of other children's movies, like Back to the Future. See, oh. fuckers. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it, got, it got wait, overthrown again? Wait, put the mic, but give him the mic. From where I can see here is like back in 2020, a Louisville judge um, ruled that the Kentucky speeding laws were unconstitutional, but the Kentucky Supreme Court overthrew it and said that they can pull you over for speeding. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it looks like. So you and your right wing propaganda are wrong again. You and your Alex Jones bullshit. Hey, well, it worked while I was there. So I just needed that little bit of like that permission from God. You, you were know? in Kentucky. They were smoking a cigarette, having a whiskey. And they're like, we were oh. having a whiskey while walking around town. So like, the tall yeah. tendon probably no, wanted like, to All I'm over. saying is maybe they know how to do it. Like, the maybe police we can officers. learn from them. <laughs> the police officers were just like, let him. I don't fucking, I don't fucking care. Uh, children's movies. They're a topic of contention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're cast differently than when I grew up on them. Uh, D23 happened recently, which is Disney's uh, big expo that they do, where they present trailers and show off all the stuff they've been working on, including video games and other stuff. And The Little Mermaid is getting a remake, a live-action remake. And people are upset because The Little Mermaid is black. What? Phil, are you, are you, are you actually serious? One hundred percent. Tell us how you feel, Phil. Is this like based on like the pirates of the like Caribbean or like w- w- I don't get it? What yeah, like that have to do with the other. <laughs> what kind? Of, well, I mean, I guess like in the original, there were like British mermaids, weren't they? Wasn't the, the guy's name John or some bullshit? 
You talking about the fall- Pirates of the Caribbean? I'm talking about the Little Mermaid. Uh, oh, John was the handsome guy who rescued her from the deep prison that is the ocean. From Ursula? Yes. So is Ursula going to be white then? If the mermaid's black? Is Ursula Karen? Ursula's going to be nine binary pan. Nine and bi- each tentacle is a different sex that she can pick. There we go. I like that. How yeah. many tentacles are there? On an octopus? Uh, well, on <laughs> Ursula, I would assume that she has more than that eight. That is a great Bro, question. Bro, you, you've never seen The Little Mermaid? I mean, I haven't seen this new one. I assume you haven't either. You know, in the old one, on the on the VHS, VHS cover, there's a picture of a dick in the kingdom. If you look at the if you look at like the background, you can look this up on Google too. Oh, we know. This <laughs> uh, is a little penis. Just one be, of the towers be, looks like a penis. Yo, beside yep. that, um, I don't know if this is true or bullshit. Uh, mm. Left wing propaganda, as Phil would say. Oh Jesus! But I had read that the Little Mermaid um, was originally. Like a coming out story by a gay author. It was an allegory for that. Maybe a lesbian author. So, like, if Leo could uh, run that, like, by a quick fact. Like, the original story. The original, like, like, most Disney tales are some, like, have some dark origin. Like, Pinocchio. Like, they're all some, like, Grimm's brother shit, right? right? The brother's Grimm. Yeah, that's just been, like, made cute with a certain art style. And like a, supposedly that that was the origin story. So for many of those like actual stories are so dark. Like the Cinderella story, I'll always remember the original version of it because the stepsisters wanted the shoe to fit so badly they were shaving off their feet in order for it to fit. Like each one of them has like such a fucked up story. Like Shrek is like a man eating ogre, and yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. You, to say you didn't know that no, was no, real? No, 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 I didn't. No, um, yeah, I just remember the same thing about Shrek. That was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. I, I heard it had something to do with like some sort of like, like Jewish religion story, to be, well, like specific as well. <laughs> you should have seen. You should have seen <laughs> Phil's eyes light up. He's yeah, like Phil, a Reddit. Phil's over here like they made me do that. <laughs> a Reddit wormhole I can go down. The elite cabal was at it again. That is really funny. Um, but like, I mean, so if it is a coming out story, that makes sense. Though, if you look at the dark origin stories, right? Uh, the Beauty and the Beast, uh, Gaston and like his like servant, it's like clearly they're gay, right? No one sings like Gaston. No one's strong like Gaston. My guy, look and put him baby oil on Gaston. They made a, a character in the most recent live action, uh, Beauty and the Beast. They made a character gay in that movie. Yeah, but isn't he originally For gay? F- not Gaston, but like Gaston's little yeah. pet pet boy. He's like like petting him and like yeah. touching his triceps and like, wow, he's so big and strong, Gaston. Dude, and it's like such a small scene in the movie where you're like, oh, that character is gay. Same with like the recent Lightyear movie. There was like a five second clip that you wouldn't even notice, but like one of the characters is gay and you're like, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, like guy guy gay or girl girl gay? that actually Does brings me matter? to my question guys that well, i had if, about if, this. if my little child's watching and you does should adults without children shut the fuck up about these movies i think adults in general should shut the fuck up in general mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, Regard- a, that's, that's regardless fair. of kids i think some of us you know because i listen to every single podcast that we record just <laughs> to like criticize it and try to improve i think most of the stuff that we say i'm like we didn't need to say all that. Could have been a five-minute podcast that week. Could have, yep. And, yeah, we, and right. we were right. Beautiful. I think 
I think we need to keep the little memory white and just not question anything, like Luis is saying. We just go on with the program. We don't even criticize anything. We just keep everything traditional the way it is. Is just that where you're going with it? When other people shit, when other people eat, I don't shit. What he said. You know what I mean? So like, what does it matter if? The Little Mermaid is black. What does it matter if a character in the new Lord of the Rings is black? What does it matter if two characters in the movie Lightyear, which is a fake story about a toy which was inspired by a movie, and that's what Lightyear is. So even that doesn't make any sense. And you're going to be upset about two women walking into a room together, and then the door closes behind them? That's what we're upset about? Oh, two women? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. All right, I'll let my kid watch that. He he wasn't going to let him otherwise. <laughs> yeah. No. Who the fuck cares? Why, like, so much noise gets thrown out and onto Facebook fucking Reddit posts and all this shit, and it's like, who the fuck cares? Rant over. I, I think the only thing that needs to be done is just quit rebooting stuff. Just make a new original design character for somebody. Original stuff is coming out. That's but right. It's coming out alongside. I would like to actually hear your opinion before we move on from the subject. What do you think about adults complaining about movies I mean, and I mean, stuff I, in general? I don't think you could have surmised that better. Like, shut the fuck up. But like, aren't you the one criticizing it right now, though? No, I just brought it up. Okay. okay. Yeah, I didn't criticize it. But also, I seem specifically towards you, Luis, I seem to remember you... Um, bringing up that like Bad Bunny or some other uh, person was gonna play like a new Latino Mexican superhero. Yeah, yeah Bad Bunny. You, yeah. you were like with, with that, You were like talking about how cool that was, but like you can't put yourself in like the shoes of other people right now, and while well, you're like uh, basically disparaging what other people were doing, what you when you were doing that in the moment uh, a few weeks ago. See, that's the thing that's authentic and about also, me. I'm, I'm always disparaging against Mexicans. I'm confused on the point you're making. Uh, I. I mean, I just think it's interesting that, like, you're over here, like, disparaging people who are, like, criticizing or, like, just, like, telling everybody to shut the fuck up about it, like, now. But, like, you had an opinion about a very similar circumstance a few weeks ago. But if you, you were very much pro it rather than, like, staying neutral like you are now. I wouldn't even say you were pro it. I just think you made a comment about, like, yeah, there's a Mexican superhero as opposed to, like, Finally, there's a Mexican superhero. Yeah, but Arriba, you know. Yeah, no. Was I that was that bad? You have not done the Arriba. <laughs> no, you really cemented it. <laughs> I got my point across there. But specifically, though, yeah, like for the most part, this stuff isn't meant for us. Like, no, no. For, no, this stuff is literally meant for kids, and if they don't like it, they won't watch it. Yeah, yeah. and they won't remember, it, and they won't get, and it won't get talked about, and everybody will like quickly forget that those movies were even made. I mean, look at Princess and the Frog. That's an original, like, African-American, black, Cajun story, right? It's got his own heroine. It's got his own protagonist, antagonist. You don't got to, like, go back into, like, a, you know, Matilda. Yeah. We don't got to make Matilda, you know. Uh, That's why comic book superhero movies are lame. Polynesian. Yeah. Why is that? Because they're not original. Oh, because they're based off of the comic books? Yeah. Well, like, they're always, like, the same formula. You know, Oh, good guy wins. You know, like. There's yeah. no suspense to it. Uh, they follow a form- It's just episode after episode of the good guy wins. There's unless, a form- unless it's like a edge lordy dark superhero like Batman. Yeah, most of the time, people like don't that. want like the super dark shit. Yeah, because it doesn't give them that satisfaction of seeing Spider-Man get the girl at the end. And of the movie. And, and that's exactly. not even just like a reaction that like my sourpuss has tries to upplay. 
Like, I have heard that from a lot of people who, like, don't watch any new movies because, like, they think most stuff is superhero-based. Um, and yeah. mostly that's it. Like, that, like they, they'd rather watch DVDs from 15, 10 years ago or whatever. No, that's 100% true. I think, you know, following the Marvel Universe for the last however many... I mean, 2011, I think, was the first Iron Man. Um and so it's now been 20 years since... 2011? Like no, brother. It was 2008. The oh, first that's Iron right. Man? The first Iron Man was 2008 yeah, because... Yeah, it's been a long time. So it's almost 20 years. It, it's our it's math is horrendous. It's 17. Yeah. Right? 2008, yes, because that's just, it came out the same year that The Dark Knight came out. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. And so... Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it is very formulaic. And for me, like, I grew up on the comics and the cartoons. So, like, I like watching them and I like seeing the story that plays out. And I guess it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Mm-hmm. So when, like, you know, it's like saying when you watch, like, The Lord of the Rings or anything. Like, you know what's going to happen at the end. But, you know, you just watch it for the journey. But lately, it's, the journey has been getting more and more dull. And, like, the way that we're getting there is, like, but, like, She-Hulk is coming out. And a bunch of, like, conservatives and even liberals are complaining, like, what is this show? It's like, just don't watch it then. Yeah. It's just another cash grab. Because, like, it's true. For the comic books, you know, there's that criticism of, like, oh, it's just the same Marvel movie over and over. But the excitement to it originally was, like, oh, these are original comic books that were never, like, you know, they never saw any success into making them to a full-length feature film. Now there's, like, 40 of them. Been going on for almost 20 years, as we said. So there's like there's there's an excitement to see the origin story play out on a big screen, but then it follows as that formulaic like syllabus of like problem solution friendship, you know. I'd like to actually hear uh, unbiased opinion. Who we don't know there. What do you give a fuck about Marvel at all? Well, I personally, I loved all the Avenger movies, and like. I just think they're fun. Like, I don't go into, like, those movies thinking, like, I'm going to learn something about life. I'm just in there, like, <laughs> I'm in there, like, I remember when I saw, like, Avengers Endgame. Dude, people were cheering. Everyone was laughing. Like, I think it's just fun. It's not, like, deep thought, like, oh, like, why isn't the bad guy winning? I, I was going in there. I had a lot of fun. And, like, dude, all my friends were there and everybody was cheering. Dude, it was, like, it was a good time. We, we we've all movie. cried during one Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. That's That's for sure, though, right? So, like, as, as tacky and as, like, you know, unoriginal those movies are, they do bring out the emotion of, like, this is badass. Or, like, damn, I'm with Thanos. Damn, that sucks. I'm about to cry. I cried when he threw up that green chick off. Gamora. Oh, that was super sad. I was like, damn, I, I know where Thanos is coming from. But I think Leo hit it pretty spot on where it's, like, these are fun movies that aren't going to change the way you see cinema. But cinematically it's like it's a fun experience where you can just turn your brain off and forget how cruel reality can be sometimes dude Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where like he says goodbye to the blue guy oh he's like you may have been your daddy yeah. but he was never your father oh and my god like, that's a that's a powerful scene that's a very powerful scene I'm about to cry just thinking about that scene <laughs> <laughs> is there a movie that inspires you because I know uh, Juan Legend is a big uh, movie buff you well, you walked in here today saying you're literally the guy from Drive. Okay. You were okay. like, that's like, literally me. Yeah, that's literally I'm me. I'm Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah, that's literally like, me. That's I, me. I sit at the local Starbucks and just read, you know, philosophy and uh, yeah. Marcus Aurelius and Stoic. You know. P- yeah. P- people course. ask me how do I become the most interesting man in the room. Yeah. I keep my mouth shut and just watch. Just light up a cigarette. <sighs> 
the smartest men Walk say out. less. <laughs> um, but if there's um, I mean, as far as far as like superhero fun movies, not even superhero fun movies. I'm just curious in like, like what your movie general. taste is. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't I don't try to watch too many movies. I'd rather watch. Try to read instead. I'd, r- I'd rather watch shows. Like I'd rather catch shows. Shows. Like, just like any, like, like one anything piece. that I can turn off. Attack uh, on Titan. That I can turn off like on on a whim and that I won't lose too much and have to restart. You know, like anything. Big Bang Theory. Um, no. Grey's Anatomy. Um, Scrubs. No, no, Gossip I'm, Girl. I've no, um, that Gossip 70 Girl. show. No. Uh, that 70 show when I was like fucking 15. Vampire so. Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never watched any of these shows. Teen Wolf 2. No, nope. The 100. The Sweet Life I've of Zack and Cody. 10 episodes of The 100. I bet you did. And then I was like, that was enough. Sweet life, yeah. Hey, that's a deep course. cut though. Teen Wolf. I forgot about that show for a little you bit. Forgot about that show. Yeah. You know what? You know, um, some things that I caught like the bug for pretty hard. Mm. Glee, uh, the Glee, bro. Glee. I, you don't. And get you're that, complaining though. about Marvel movies, bro. And you're actively watching <laughs> a cripple sing, bro. First of all, actively, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't watched it in fucking ten years. <laughs> It was like a cult following between me and a bunch of friends. I I, I want to put a little pin in this because yeah. like because you brought up Glee. Yeah. Uh, you know on Facebook you can bring out like memories from like so many years ago. Yeah. A friend of mine brought up one from like twelve years ago, and it was me like uh, Caesar. We had him on the episode Caesar. a couple of weeks ago yeah. with the Lord of the Rings episode forty nine. And uh, I, since like Juan over here, I loved Glee. <laughs> <laughs> and Caesar would make fun of me so much. Like I was in football. You're gay too. I I was in football and people big and strong. And in like, wrestling, wrestling, just singing about you know. <laughs> Dude, Come, I mean, I mean, we we fucking watched it together as like a group of like five of us. Glee Max, and we would like get together on Wednesdays, play that shit, and eat pizza. <laughs> And like the th- most embarrassing thing though was like that Facebook memory popped up. It was like me like, yeah, I watched Glee last night. It was great. Like <laughs> criticizing Caesar, and you look to the comments is like, what did you dream about singing in your dreams or some shit? You know? it, oh does, aren't they like all God. pedophiles on now or something? Like? The what? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys talk about the cute boys at school too? The cute boys at school? <laughs> no, no. God, it would have been less gay if you're like we all watch porn and jacked off together. No, that's that would have been much less gay. Bro, we had. No, our, I disagree. We we had our head in the game. Highly gotta, disagree. Gotta, gotta get your head yeah. in the game. Yeah, we were ahead of the curve, guys. Like mm. what curve? It never caught on. There hasn't been singing show since. Name one. Ro- name one rom com. High school show. musical. No, that's a movie. They, that was before the No, like now. It's there's like uh big shows that have to do ah, with high school musical right the, now. Okay, high school musical did come that back a, for it the came Disney. Back as a show, yeah. It came back for the Disney streaming service, but like I mean, come on, man. I mean it's not as big as Glee, but like the only thing that I can think of is like the that lip singing battles that celebrities do. But that's not even a TV show. That's just no. like, that's a whole genre. Exactly. Yeah. The last time they had a, you know. Y'all are getting too hung up on Glee, though. Let me keep it going. I mean, the what office. What do you mean, Glee, bro? The office, you know? I'm tired of talking about the office. Fuck the office, dude. What do you mean? The office is classic. <laughs> Let's go back to Glee, bro. Uh, first off, that one chick. New Girl. New Girl's great. Oh, oh how New dare Girl's you. great, but Glee it is, is There's some good Shut writing Shut the in fuck that. up. Those, those are my two types of, of ladies, right? Yeah. Either A, that like... King of the Hill. That traditional like Zoe Deschanel bangs and like, oh, and like then, and down then, to earth female. Or B, like that like you can't tell if like they're a dude or a female and they're like very like goth and like 
they hate the world. They're like, uh, who the fuck was that one? <laughs> <laughs> How are those your two options? Those are like the two types that I'm attracted to. A super girly, dorky girl like, oh, can you help me to my locker? Yeah. Or a girl's going to fuck you in the ass. Those, those are <laughs> your two <laughs> options. Those are like my sp- like my uh, my meter. This is the, the fu- Fuji scale right here. The Funati scale or whatever they call that. What's that called? I'm, this I'm, is why I think you should just come out. Now hold on there, no hold on, folks. Hey, bro, he already admitted to watching Glee. So. <laughs> what the hell? I'm just Man, I find your... that so interesting. Those are your two options. Isn't that everybody's two options though? Have a like a down to earth. Like, what are you shaking your head? No. No, those are not my options. Leo, those are your two options. Yes or no? <laughs> a super girly girl or a goth girl who looks like a man. So be Ruby Rose, right? Yeah. Wow, that's a really good, yeah, I guess so. Or Ruby Riot. Who's Ruby Rose? She was Batgirl recently. She got a lot of uh, fame a couple of years ago because she looks like a man. And it was like, oh, my God, when you're lesbian for Ruby Rose. You guys remember this? Or Brie Larson, I guess. Oh, okay. All right. She was uh, one from Orange is the New Black. Okay. Yes, that's where she's from. Mm. All right. I'm going to have to look her up. Yeah, essentially. I don't know, just to like get the reference, you know? I mean, that's just common sense, though. That's the right way to do it. I mean, Biblically speaking, I'm a holy man. And a horny man. Come on now, folks. This is comedy. And uh, that's why people listen to the show, so that we can hear uh, Phil's thoughts on, on women. Mm-hmm. Uh, going forward, we are uploading much more. The promise was kept. We're way more active. We're recording much shit. Part one of the peach video, the peaches. Ba- the baked brie is already up. Peaches. Next week, we'll, or by the time you're listening to this on a Tuesday, part two will be up, and you'll get to see the winner and all the dishes that uh, other people made. Um, as Phil alluded to, we're going to be doing sober October and doing some challenges. Um, I'm thinking maybe some physical like. Challenges starting. We should, we should do like push-ups or sit-ups or something like that. Yeah, do like pull-ups, push-ups, well, squats. Uh, oh wait, what the hell? Wait, I wait, mean wait, that's yeah. the most fair. We're gonna like, do a full body workout. Not full body. Because I was just injured my goddamn we'll back. Take, we'll well, take like turns fucking each other. Or how many sit-ups you can do? Leg lifts. Yeah, and then compare like your your uh, growth to the end of the the month. All right. Well, so do each, it on video. That way we can track it. You know exactly. Each yeah. body part. Maybe yeah, like, like that. Cat, could, like we could do that. Catch yourself doing as many push-ups in a row with like. Clean and not form. fucking Doctor Oz, Mark Wahlberg, like half push-ups. I'm talking like, go to the floor, two seconds yeah. up. Ass to grass. Yeah, ass to grass squats, yeah. and then checking your progression by the end of the month. Yeah. And then I think whoever loses has to do some sort of punishment. Hot chip challenge. I think. I think we should all do the hot chip challenge we in general. Do. Hot chips. And we'll talk about that. We're going to do the hot chip challenge. We're going right. to be doing our hot chip challenge. I think we should do it once we get done with our sober October as a, as a celebrata- celebratory thing. I disagree. I think we should do it now. Right now? I think we should do it today. I bought three and they're in the kitchen anyway. No, we should prep a little bit for it. No? Like bring this it is hot chips. Let's do it raw. Let's do it raw. Folks. We're doing it live. We're doing it right now. All right. You talked me into it, you son of a bitch. I don't have it with me. Oh, my God. Thank God. <laughs> You look so sad for a second. Juan was looking like, fuck, are we going to do this? <laughs> I was ready, man. We will. You know what? Next challenge we will do would be the hot chip challenge. I, I have I have work tonight, and I was ready to go to work. just like, oh. Yeah, we got to plan it a day where you're not working because you're going to have intensive diarrhea afterwards. I mean, this is yeah, going to clear you, you out. You're going to have to buy some Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. 
Damn. Some tums. And wet wipes. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need that shit yeah. over here. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a bunch of cool stuff going forward. Uh, Leo, first episode. How do you feel? It was a good experience. Hopefully in the future, like, I'll be on more. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a super producer. Welcome to the family. We're going to get him his own mic. Welcome to the family. Yes, that's what we're going to do. We're going to. Yeah. That's a hot chip right there. We're going to yeah. be eating. So, like, for the, you know, let's get more into the Sober October Challenge. I, I love this. Yeah. We're, we're gonna be do, you're going to be doing 90 Days Sober over here, I'm right? doing 90 Days Sober already, but mm-hmm. I want to do something more difficult during, like, uh, October. I'll probably do, like, a, a mile run every single day or, like, you know, some challenge that I will, like, increment and really test myself. Nice, nice. It's been a while since I've really pushed my body to the limit. I, you know what? I like, trying to, I, I'm trying I like to see the, what I'm made of. I'm tr- I'm gonna try to push my mental my mental strength. We should do like month, yeah some month. like an hour of meditation a day or mm-hmm. something like really push an yourself. Hour. Dude, really get in, in touch. An hour. Yeah. Yeah. Let those demons come to the surface. He, he They're just scratching at the door. Fucking open the door. Just let them take over for. Yeah. You know. It's like right. a barrel's a monkey. What are you hiding? It's not hiding anything. I'm just saying it's like. It's like somebody coming out and being like, "Let's just run 15 miles a day." That's a, that's the kind of guys I, I want to be on. I don't I don't think you're respecting what an hour of meditation looks like. You know. I don't think you're respecting what I look like. Because I'm literally him from Drive. Okay. Dude, you're you know you're not I mean? you're in a whole different frequency. Yeah. Dude, I just yeah. You well, get you don't get it. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't I didn't. I don't usually it know takes how levels. to... It takes levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my you're, bad, bro. You're on level one, but we'll get you up there. Yeah, thank yeah, you. We'll hey. start you off with like 15 minutes of meditation. Thank you. You know, and then no. we'll get to my ayahuasca. You got to send me your Hustlers University link, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm the top G. Top yeah, G? Yeah, I know, bro. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> hey, we'll show you how to be the it's, most interesting man in the room. It's not a pyramid scheme. No. It's a community. No, I know. I know. It's a community. I happen to be at the top, but it's a community. Dude, it's, it's a it's, lifestyle. No, it's basically like a master class group. No, dude, it's, it's, it's genius. Yeah. Yeah, just entrepreneurs after entrepreneurs. Bro, I'm just saying, do you want to live the life you live now, or do you want to be better? I mean, I want that Bugatti, bro. What do I got to do? Who's dick do I got to suck, you know? Well, what are you going to do for October, then? I mean, Yeah, what, yeah what are you going to challenge you gonna yourself do? with? I mean, we're doing... That's uh, not enough. We're, what we're, are you going to challenge yourself We're all doing with? that, but what are you yeah, going to bring to the table? What are you going to challenge yourself with? What are you, you going to bring? bring? You were bringing the same thing, the workouts. <laughs> bringing the, men- the mental stability to it. Luis has got to. Sorry, when I think of mental stability, I know I don't think of you. <laughs> now, hold on, boy. <laughs> now, hold on, there. Luis brought up a good point about the physical challenge, about yeah. recording our progress from we the beginning of the month. How about this? How about PRs? for a challenge for you, Phil? Mm. I challenge that your house looks and your car look a little bit more livable than they currently do now. Livable? Yeah. I don't even live in my goddamn uh, car. Like I, I challenge your house to not see like fifteen code violations the we're, moment we're I walk in. Personal now, attacking right now. <laughs> no, no, hold on there. The VYV South Studio is under construction, remodeling at the Exactly. There's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we got some big pieces moving here in exactly. a couple of months here. Exactly. So okay. you know, there's some, you know, loose wires, there's some black mold, and there's some electrical pods that can mold. cause a fire. What do you want to challenge Juan? Yeah. I think what you need to, since I'm coming from a mental point of view, he's coming from a physical point of view, you need to come from an emotional point of view. Yeah. I think this month of October, you don't say no for the whole month. You say yes to every single thing. I like that. And you be more honest to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You come from the emotional point of view. Yeah. I need to strengthen my mental because like another thing with me 
It's those Burger King fucking egg muffins. <laughs> those get me every. Oh my god! I swear, I was good. It was like once a week, and then none, and then they went back to two. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna hit that three. I'm gonna hit that <laughs> Friday coming up here too. But you know, mentally, that's what I need to you know work on. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Self awareness, brother. How does sobriety work while saying yes to everything? What do you mean? Because I'm gonna be doing sober October. That doesn't mean you have to say yes to drugs. Yeah. Respect okay. that. Or alcohol. Okay. You know, someone says that, like, oh, hey, let's uh, let's plan a coup. You're like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's rob a bank. Let's that's, rob a bank. That's our wheel zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Let's go, uh, you know, let's go join the uh, Westboro Church and Fair. yell at dead veterans. Or does that mean that you're going to keep the clean car, clean home? As part of my mental, yeah, yeah. You know what? That works perfect with my mentalness because that is a structure. And structures like felons, like we talked about last week. Does that mean no more Parmesan in your AC compartment? No, no, no. no. I'm going to, that's emergency Parmesan. (laughs) And (laughs) can't get rid of that. No more black mold on the car carpets? It's uh, pronounced Parmesan. Parmesan Rajan. It's Pecorino. (laughs) A Pecorino. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week.